Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello again and welcome to More Than Just a Podcast. Podcast, podcast. podcast. Huh? I am George, I'm with... Welsh Unsony International, Ace Wimbledon slash Hampton Richmond midfielder, Reese Jones. Howdy. Hail. Thanks for coming, Reese. No worries. How's no your worries. journey in? Was it right? It was alright, yeah. No red lights. Very nice. All good. John. Hello, John. Hello. How are you? Oh, not bad. <laughs> and Sean is I'm back, back in, in the studio, studio in full 3D and stereo. I'm very and dressed up for the occasion. Very dressed up. And I've got a suit on, yeah. Because mm. I've gone back to work <laughs> today. <laughs> As a pirate. <laughs> um, where would we like to start? Barnsley probably yeah. be the best place Come to on, start. Jog on, mate. Jog on. So, Barnsley, we played on Good Friday, live on BBC One. Yes. And it went very, very well. It's very good. I think Barnsley good Friday. were very, very poor. They were shockingly poor. But we poor. took advantage of that and won 4 yeah. nil. And we got and our we away record. 18 shots on goal. Yeah. 18. With nine mm. on target. Lovely finish by Mark Noble. That was yeah. a quality finish. Another one by... Vastay. Um, Nicky Maynard. Oh, yeah, what yeah. Sorry, it was, uh, was Maynard, well. wasn't it? Mm. And and an excellent two-inch finish by Nolan as well. Nolan, he started it off. That's what she said. And... Um, <laughs> Easy for you to say. You know, I know people said Carlton Cole would have got that, but I'm not too sure... You know. He missed mm. one, didn't he? Yeah. Where, where did we play away and he missed one off? off yeah, probably not two up. inches away. It was. It was literally off the line. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh. Uh, I, mean, no, I think Nolan had a decent game, actually, on that. Yeah, yeah so did I. Was and there, so there did was, Sam. Was there a talk the or something about him calling a team meeting or something? And they'd had I don't clear, know. clear the air talk. But he's, he's had a falling out with um, um, Ravel Morrison, hasn't he? Ravel Morrison has been dropped from the from the first team. Because he's had a big falling out with Kevin Nolan. Really? Yep. That's what the word on the street says. The word on the street. The word on the street says Vaz, not Vazte, Ravel Morrison has had a falling out with the skipper, Kevin Nolan. 
<laughs> He's so excited to be back. Yeah. I'm so excited to be back yeah. in the studio. Crazy. Very pleasing. So, very good Barnsley result. went good. very well. 4 0, drubbing, and all time record 12 away wins in a season. West Ham United record broken. Uh, nice. He's yeah. never seen anyone, any of his teams play such good football either. So, yeah, yeah. He, he keeps on saying stuff like that, doesn't he? This is the best deluded, win ever, and this is the best in my footballing career. Deluded, bollock talking football fans. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Do you know what? I'm not going to defend him in this instance. Oh, so good. we came away from Barnsley with three yeah. points and four goals under our belts with a good performance to match. But three, we were optimistic again. Three. We we thought we'd totally ruin that performance by our Starting performance in the first half at Birmingham. In against Birmingham at Upton Park. Sorry, everyone. That's right. Um, yeah, I don't know why he changed the team. I don't know why he needed to. Mm. But he did, and it backfired. Yeah, just a tad. Cole, Fazte, and Maynard up front, which was interesting. Was it 4-3-3? Three, three? Yeah. Were they set up 4-3-3? Three, three, sort it? of. Yeah, well, they started sort of. off 4-3-3, three, three, and they sort of started drifting out. But yeah, the setup was 4-3-3. Three, three. See, I, I thought Maynard looked pretty, you know, he looked the liveliest up front. And, you know, that that um, attempted shot where he hit the crossbar. Yeah, that was good, wasn't it? That was a good as effort. A, as I said to George, when we saw Cole was up front, <laughs> right, with the other two, I said, it'll be all right as long as... Cole just sort of holds the ball up and passes it in but they kept on passing it to Cole in front of goal and then Cole felt obliged to miss it well it was his miscontrol that led to the uh, second goal wasn't it in the midfield he lost the ball in midfield and I think Fye had a pretty shocking first half as well Fye did very well Robert Mm. Green was very statuesque a couple of times I know the first goal I thought uh, it was a good finish but it's not really had anyone in the way to no. to to block his view? And then but. old big fat Sam substitution again took Maynard off, mm. who I thought was one of the better strikers. Looking for a goal, took the striker off, midfielder on. It's just a little bit. Mm. So Sean bought his dick to phone to yeah. uh, the game on yesterday and got arrested. No. And, uh, oh. and we, we we met didn't we? <laughs> we met the Hughes View people doing their votes. This outside. is how it starts the uh, outside broadcast Sean just to give it a bit of an introduction because that's yeah. the immediate start yeah so yeah we we saw Hughes View and I, I posted my vote as did you George we're not allowed to reveal what it is because it's anonymous and then, then we went on with the outside broadcast bit singing and it ends with a climax of us ringing John on the way home uh, to ask him to do an interview and he doesn't really know we're interviewing him till the end and <laughs> then the penny drops so this is it so we're in Green Street, Q's View, um, looking for votes, and I've just cast my vote. Uh, I, I'm not allowed to say which way I went, but we've got one of the Q's View's founder. Are we allowed to say your name? Are you still anonymous? Still anonymous. Right, he's still anonymous. Uh, what's going on today? We're just collecting votes here, but we're giving out forms for fans to vote. They can cast their vote. We've got yes, no, or if they want to vote, don't know, they can write that in the comment box. We want their names, and preferably their customer numbers, which are on their memberships or their season tickets. You had a meeting, didn't you, at the West Ham Supporters Club last week. How did that go? Yeah, we had a good meeting on Wednesday night at Supporters Club. There was quite a good turnout. A couple of representatives from the club come. Uh, They held their own. They took a lot of stick. Uh, Near enough, everyone in there was, uh, obviously, 
anti, but there were some pro voters that were there that wanted to move to the stadium, but not many. Excellent. And, and how many votes do you reckon you've taken today? Uh, I personally probably took about three to four hundred. Excellent. All right. Well, ten of us out here collecting votes. Thank you very much. When, when are you going to release the vote? When's when's the uh, result going to be published? There'll be we'll be uh, holding more voting again at the Brighton game, and then the results will be released just before the whole game. All right. We look forward to it. Thank you, anonymous person from Hughes View. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. So we just got into the ground, and we've we've bumped into the podcast old friends and Clunge's mouthpiece, Adam Jackson. Good Hi, Adam. Good afternoon, Sean. It seems a while. I've been away, you know, world tour and everything. I know you've been here, the faithful people all the time, but my first time back for about four games. You've been in the sunshine, haven't you? A little bit, yeah. Although, no, it's, it's been crap weather in, in where I've been. Yeah, you haven't got a tan. Pasty as always. So, uh, yeah, we've just been outside Hughes View. They're doing a vote today. What's your view on that, Adam? Well... I think people need to see the plans, the seating plans. I don't think people can vote on anything without knowing any information. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with you. It's a, it's a little bit difficult, but we try and have a balanced view on the podcast. Anyway, the real question today is, of course, big game today. Have we blown it? Is it too late? Is automatic promotion out of our reach now? Southampton just won, won or were winning 2-0 before this game started. Yeah, Southampton have won. Um, well, yeah, you have to say it's the playoffs, isn't it, really? It's playoff time. Get ready for the playoffs. That's so, it. Does, does to matter, oh, today matter at all? Does it mean anything? Well, if we, if, if, if we win, ready enough to lose, ready on form, I don't think anything really matters now. It's the playoffs and that's that. Yeah, I'm afraid I'm starting to agree with you. Gav, have you got any words of wisdom? <laughs> yeah, keep the faith. Yeah? All right, that sounds a little bit sensible. That is the most sensible thing he's ever said. Not just on the podcast, but ever. Ever, ever said. I think I'm going to stop there because I don't want you to... <laughs> just just wait to see the ready Southampton result and then uh, have an opinion. I don't know if you've seen the team. We've got three up front. We've got Cole, Maynard and Vazte up front. Cole up front don't really count. Yeah, he could lay the ball off to the other two. And he can also miss from one yard like he normally does. Uh, Vazte won't be up front, will he? So it depends how we play. You know, if we start lumping it up, all the fickle fans will start, you know, moaning and booing. I mean, that's going to be no good for anyone. So hopefully they'll play on the floor and keep this lot happy. And we've been singing while I've been away, we're West Ham United, we play um, on the floor. It's been very quiet. There's been a lot of internal arguments, especially where we are. It's come close to fisticuffs with a few people. So it's been quite interesting over in the Sir Trevor Brook in Lower. Hang on, Gav wants to say something interesting again. Sam Baldock has, has got the best song about him ever. About his, it, it's it. fantastic, so let's hope he gets it out when he scores. <laughs> Absolutely. Get what out? Well, I think we'll leave it there. We'll maybe talk to you at half-time. Come on, you irons. Come on, you irons. So, Rob, have we, have we blown it? Is it all too late? No, it's not too late. I'm just looking to Brighton. I'm looking at Brighton for the, uh, the away league yeah. of the playoffs. There we go. Inside, you never know. Hey. Score today. We're going to win. 1 0. Nolan. 3 1 with Dan.
27 minutes. Just on their break, but like in two minutes again, we've conceded two goals. Yeah, I know. What people are leaving? When are we going? Where? Where, we, many, where are we going? No, where, home, when we're going home. home. How many goals before we go home? If I get one more, we'll go. Three nil, and we're going. Yeah. Yeah, we've got to go and watch Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> right, two nil down. Thirty minutes gone. What's going on? I don't know. I don't know what's happening. We've been a better team to begin with, and we're 2 0 down. I went Barnsley, nothing like this, but then it's a different team, isn't it? Uh, I still reckon we might win. Really? Today? We might win. Our time has to come. We've got to get we got close to go 3 0 down. We're going to win for free. We're going to win for free. We're going to win for free. All right. You heard it from Bruno. Back before half time, 
2-1 to the Cockney boys. No, it's not to the Cockney boys. That's one Mac. So 60 seconds after getting one back, it's 3-1 now. We've conceded yet another goal. But we're not going, are we? It's 3-1 down. Yeah, we're the three-goal rule. Three-goal rule. Introduced to us by Andy Booker quite a while ago. Yeah. With three goals down, we go home. Yeah, but it's half-time now. So we've got a 15-minute break. Well, yeah, we'd know that, though. Yeah. We've seen how easy it is to score a goal. What's going on, Bruno? We get a goal back, and then we go and have one down. 4-3, I said, no. <laughs> you didn't say 4-3, no. Didn't I? Did you say we're going to win 4-3? I'll know. play it back. Didn't I say that? I don't know. You need to check that. Yeah. We're going to win 4-3. Yeah, we're going to score three goals in the second half. Deluded and you're talking bollocks. I am deluded and I talk bollocks. Yeah. Gav said keep the faith. Sally half time. I mean, to respect the point, three would be great. Six goal for enough. What more do you want? Well, we did start the better team and sort of two minutes conceded two goals. What happened? Um, well, shit. Is that Gav's plan didn't work out? Yeah, Carl Cole should not really be playing very regularly. I would play Maynard and Bulldog, two out-and-out strikers, and hope for the best. Well, I, I thought I thought we were playing all right, we weren't taking our chances normal, and if we'd have nicked a goal ahead, I don't think we'd be in this position. But I don't know, it's all falling apart, and you know we get one back just before half-time, Vazte Hector, 60 seconds later, and Green looks like he made a mistake, and we're 3-1. A lot of people over there talking in our area, saying we'll win 4-3, and you know, second half, and we'll come back. But they're on drugs, obviously. I said they're, sat, they're, they're, they're talking bollocks, and they're deluded. Bollocks, definitely bollocks, definitely a lot of bollocks. You've, heard, you've heard the song about, we talk bollocks, and we're deluded. Yeah, of course. Um, now, there's a lot of, you know what I was saying earlier about the fans arguing between themselves. Yeah. I tell you what, it's all going off over here. It really yeah. is. Oh my god. Who in particular? Point them out. I don't really want a neighbour that's not here. I don't really want to get involved. Yeah. <laughs> no, everyone's arguing between themselves, like very heated. What are they talking about? They're talking about the players, they're talking about Sam, they're talking yeah, about the you, club. Yeah, you've got some defending the manager. They're talking about Adam Jackson. Who, who are they blaming? Oh, <laughs> blame the clunge. Um, yeah, some are defending the manager, some are, some are having a go, and then people are just arguing. And, but, you know what people are like, if we scored a goal, they start cuddling. But the thing is, it's all pretty bad at the end well, of the day. Well, even Gavin. Well, look at Gavin. He's 18 stone. He's 16 and a half. He's massive. You couldn't get your arms around him if you wanted to. So, um, you wouldn't want to... I mean, could. Could. could, yeah, but you wouldn't want to cuddle him, no. Gavin's got one last suggestion. Now, you, you said you're going to rename the new stand at the Olympic Stadium. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Colton Coe Upper yeah. and the uh, Kovac Lower. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm really glad you're back to your normal bollocks. <laughs>
appeal turned down. Again. full time
George, we're walking down Green Street. Well, we're just outside the ground. 3-3, three, three, fair result. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know, really. I think, yeah, probably based on the second half, it's a fair result. Um, but I'm still still looking at it as a failure. Yeah, I think you're right. You know, uh, a draw's no good, really. It was an exciting finish after being 3-1 down. Uh, you know, missed penalties. Your dad saw it. He'd be able to say what he saw on Sky 1. Um, but, you know, from where we saw... Same old, same old West Ham. Another draw at home. I concur. Playoffs it is. Yes. Well, it's goodbye from Green Street. Hello, John, and we welcome to more than just a podcast, John, who's been watching the game at home. Hello, John. <laughs> Hello, mate. You all right? Yeah, we're a, bit, we're a bit disappointed. You know, it was a very exciting finish. Um, but, um, you know, all for nothing, wasn't it? All for nothing. What the exciting finish! The half from puffing at the end. Well, it was one all. all. It was three all. So it's another draw. It's another point. What can we do with a point? You know. Yeah, I know. I think we've blown it. So you watched yeah. the match on Sky Sports One HD. What was? What were the bits we missed? You know, were they penalties that um, we were sharing for? Either we were given. I think you know, it, was a, it was probably a penalty because he put his hands up. Was hit well hard at him, but the ball, he, you know, he was, he did bring his hands up in the penalty box. Um, I think it's quite- Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Early on in the second half, Lansbury got bundled over in the box. That looked more like a penalty than anything. But I think the one you were talking about with Cole, I think the bloke got the ball, I think you find. So... And I think that was a penalty. I think we could have had one more than we were given, yeah. And uh, mixed, missed chances then. Lansbury, I think, so you told George, Mr. Sitter, which we didn't see, we at the other end. 
So that was our uh, outside broadcast tapes. And if Ashton you Coulson. hear the um, sound effects, we were driving Carwin talking to John. So that was the windscreen wipers going backwards and forwards and the indicator as I was just about to jump on the M25 to go over the Dartford Bridge. But then I stopped him from jumping on the M25. That's why he's still here today. Yes. Mm. Thank you, George. Well done, George. Well done, You're, man. A, You're a pal. Done us all a favour. Unsung hero. <laughs> um... Yeah. Someone's in the studio. You will agree. Someone's in the studio. Does anyone know who it is? Glenn 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 foxy, foxy girl. It's Mrs. Clark. Hello again. Thank you for having me back on the podcast. Um, like I've said many times, many months ago, and it's just been confirmed by Dave Gold on Twitter, we have offered Robert Green a new contract, but he just won't sign it. Uh, Big Sam is thrilled to have Guy DeMel fit again. He is far better than championship standard apparently and I can guarantee the fact that West Ham do have the Football League's permission to move to the Olympic Stadium as they are governed by the same rules as the Premiership and that's what I've got for you this week uh, see you soon thank you Mrs Clunch yeah I, I agree you know Barry Hearn's talking shit again you know he knows that the OPLC and the Football League won't comment on what he says and I don't know what his game is whether he just wants to get air time whether he <laughs> wants to promote Leighton Orient or, or he's just in for a payoff and thinks that he's you know, like, David and David are going to give him some money or something. I don't know what it is. He's like some other people. They just, just likes to hear the sound of his own voice. Yeah, George. Sean. Sean. Reese, Sean. Derek. John. Simon Tunhill. Hmm. Oh, what ever happened to Simon Tunhill? I think he went on an expedition around the world. Yeah. Anyway, gone. isn't it time for... David Gold question time. 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 And this is the point of the podcast where we go through David Gold's tweets from the week and reenact the questions being answered. Um, John plays the part of David Gold and Reese, myself and Sean are the question askers. So Reese, do you want to go first this week? Oh, nice. 
What makes you think Reading will slip up? Because they have three tough away games and it's possible they could lose them all, DG. Sean? Hello, DG. After yesterday's result, do you believe the automatic promotion is still in grasp? I still think we can <laughs> overtake Reading, DG. How would you like a Hammers Birmingham playoff final, DG? I desperately want us to go up automatically, but if that's not to be, then playing Birmingham at Wembley will be surreal, DG. Army mateys, shame we had a competent left back and Matty Taylor to replace McCartney, but shiver me timbers, use Danny Collins as a centre back. I agree with you. I would have brought on Taylor, an attacking left back, but I'm not the manager, DG. Chicken? No, it's not chicken. <laughs> I can't say it. How's it Reese? You know, no, you're 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 doing the voices. Aaron Paris here. Great second half performance today. It all changed when Lansbury was bought on. Need a big push for automatic promotion. Come on, you irons. Yes, I agree with you. Lansby made a big difference. He had gall and determination. DG. David is just corrupt <laughs> and only interested in us renewing so they can pocket our monies. How dare you, Stephen? Your comments are <laughs> disgusting, insulting and ill-informed. It's people like you that drive away good owners, DG. I was at the game today. McCartney looked to be in a bad way. Any news on his condition? George is a strong man. He's got a bad cut on his head 50-50 for Saturday. DG. Oh, Lawson here. <laughs> You're very good at generating money. So I believe that you could pay off that a little bit quicker in a quicker time than you think. Hashtag stay at Upton Park. ha <laughs> ha. Thank you for your confidence, Ollie. But as debt grows, it becomes more difficult to service and enters a downward spiral. Dangerous, DG. What's wrong with O'Brien and Burbert? Play Tompkins at right back was a bad move. We showed good team spirit, Bill. O'Brien, Faber, and Collison will be back for Saturday, DG. <laughs> Upton Park is the place to be All the legacy and history Why can't we redevelop the stadium? We can redevelop Upton Park at a cost of 35 mil When we arrived the debt was 110 mil You would be an old man by the time it's all paid off DG Hi David don't you think it's time that David Sullivan got a new hat for home games? Um, Mate? He likes his hat, DG. And these tweets are from Coxie25. I like the pirate, I still haven't heard back from yet. Reese, really appreciate a new voice there. Yeah. Good pirate. I, I, I like, like the, the um, Brian Bedonde-esque voice yeah. by yeah, George. Thanks. I'll try. Yeah. 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 A, he is a hero of mine. Yeah, I, That was very good as um, well, George. At one point, Reese, I thought you were having a heart attack. So <laughs> I don't know what that one was. 
That was my heart attack voice. Come on. Coxie25, this is your your moment of glory, John. DG, could you sum up in brackets yesterday's game in 15 words with one of the words duckling and another parsnip, (laughs) SC. Come on, you irons, help. I'm stuck in Flamingo land with Ludo McClosco. Gary O'Neill's just texted me. He wants the ball back. David Gold, WHU. If you get abused today from any Birmingham fans, may I suggest you transform into a giant eagle and sing a medley of Abba's hits at them, SC. Thank you, Coxie25. That was... <laughs> David Gold Question Time. time, time, time. So that was David Gold's Question Time. And next on the running order is anything else Sean wants to talk about? And in brackets, there's always something. Do you know what? I'm okay. I think I got it all out in the outside broadcast, but I believe John <laughs> wants to talk about something. I just want to ask you your opinion on this SAB stuff where what Brady said about the 100% vote and things, how it's sort of like undermined the SAB board in the eyes of people who knew they were there and didn't put their hands up and voted. <sighs> Well, you know, this is a difficult one. I'm sure you're aware that I had a little bit of a spat with uh, my WHUFC on Twitter, who's one of the Q's View founders. Who was um, at one of the meetings and didn't put his hand up. He He's also a SAB member. Now, uh, this is what I say. I, I repeated what she said in, in and Karen Brady said in, in the Telegraph, because when... It wasn't an official vote. Basically, one of the blokes at the back said, should we put our hands up to see who, who likes the plans? Now, at the time, I've not been able to talk about the plans because we, we signed a confidentiality yeah, which agreement. Is fair enough. But Karen Brady's talked about it in the Telegraph, so I think we can talk about that I have and the other SAB members have seen the plans. But in some, in some extent, what she said has led to you getting a load of abuse well, as well. Well, let me... So we all put the hands up. I was in the front row, right? And when I looked round, I looked over my shoulder, it looked like that everybody, no one counted any hands. It looked like everybody had their hands up, I must admit. It's difficult, unless you're going to count everybody and go, right, all 48 people there had their hands up. It looked 100% to me. So I repeated and said, Cameron Brady's right. The person from Hughes View said, that's not right, because he didn't put his hand up. And he claims another two people didn't. So technically, I think there's a claim that three people didn't put their hands up, but the other 45 did now the telegraph tracked me down and called me about this because they read in in the um uh on the forums that you know it wasn't 100 percent. but i said look it's a non-story you know what does it matter karen brady probably did think it was 100 percent because it looked like 100 percent. now afterwards in hindsight maybe two or three people didn't put their I mean, hands probably up looked like 100% but it's still over it, to her it's, it's, because she wanted it to be 100 percent. no so no, she made a it a story it's I not a non-story to, to finish him. If if that's if you're, you forty eight are representing a percentage yeah. of people and three people but it didn't wasn't do an it, official vote. that's it's a large percentage of, of the fan base who disagree. All so right. to that disagree right. amount, it's a it's a big deal. So. All right, so ninety five percent agreed with the plans as they saw it. I think what the shame is is everyone can't see these plans. I'm still bound by this confidentiality agreement, and we start, can't release it. But I would like, my real hope is that every football fan, every West Ham fan could see the detailed plans so they can make I, their I own judgment. That. I accept that. What but I would it's like a non-story is, to say. What that, I would like is for Karen Brady to keep her mouth shut beforehand because she, well, what she she's doing is making it worse. I'm not here to defend okay. Karen Brady, this is, this is, but this is I think she may have been misquoted. Well, but, 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 
Uh, just Sean, put your trousers back on. We're going to run over time if you two carry on bickering oh, right. like a pair of schoolgirls. Let's agree to disagree. It was an unfortunate wrong. term of 100%. Yes. But the majority, I would like to phrase it for her, that the majority of fans put their hands up when they saw the plans and agreed that it would be a good idea to move to the Olympic Stadium. I would just like to tell her to keep on the telly and don't worry about talking right. nonsense. About Thank you. Football. Thank you for your question, John. Okay. Brilliant. Sean, this is not the final, as you've corrected me, but second, the penultimate yeah. um, interview. Sydney Hammers, come on you all. Hammers from around the world, and this is the Sydney Hammers supporters group. So we're in downtown Sydney. Is it downtown Sydney or...? Midtown Sydney. Yeah, Midtown Sydney. Uh, and we're with two of the Sydney Hammers. Um, and you're going to hear their accents now. Uh, here's Rob from Sydney Hammers. Yeah, uh, contrary to popular belief, I'm not actually an Australian, although you couldn't tell by my accent. You sound like you should be in the uh, Dublin Hammers. Uh, if there is such a thing, I should definitely be part of the Dublin Hammers, I guess. But Mike, you're a proper Aussie, aren't you, in the uh, Sydney Hammers? I am, yes. Uh, I'm the resident Australian of the uh, Sydney Hammers, holding up the, the Australian theme. Yeah. Where are you originally from? Uh, originally from uh, Canby Island in Essex. Uh, moved out to Australia when I was six yeah. with the family and, uh, yeah, just been uh, pretty much uh, Australianised. Excellent. So where we usually start is, you know, we're 10,000 miles away. We're 10,000 miles away. We're 10,000 miles away. We're 10,000 miles away from the East End. How on earth, Rob, did you end up supporting West Ham? Uh, very long story short, I guess. Uh, my uh, my cousin, uh, my, my, my godfather, is a, a season ticket holder. Married my aunt, who's Irish. And, um, yeah, first, first present I ever got when I was born was a little pair of West Ham football boots. And uh, 35 years later, I'm still supporting Amherst. Excellent, yeah. Glutton for punishment. Yeah. Right, well, I think I know the answer to you, Mike, but you, you came from Canby Island. What was the history behind supporting West Ham? Uh, it's pretty much in the genes. Uh, pretty, my, my dad, my granddad, both my brothers, uh, all big West Ham supporters. And uh, when my brother Stephen came out from England, uh, he was the one that really ignited the flame um, and got me fully behind uh, the team and, and got into the support. So it was good to have him come out and, and really, you know, sort of put in the history of, of what the Hammers were all about. Excellent. So I've already worked out from being in Australia, you have to get up at like 2 o'clock in the morning to watch games, and this morning I got up at 5 o'clock in the morning. So tell me a bit about the Sydney Hammers, Rob, and, and what, what they do, how long they've been going, how many people come down. Uh, so basically, I mean, obviously there's always been a strong uh, presence in terms of West Ham supporters in Australia. Um, what, what we did was about, uh, about a year ago, uh, rough, roughly about a year ago, we uh, group of us got together to watch a game. There's only about five or six of us. We um, we kind of figured that we needed to put a bit of structure to the supporters club. So um, myself, Simon Mann, who's um, who's a, a Cockney boy, and um, uh, Andrew Payton Smith, another Cockney boy, and, and then the token Australians, Matt and uh, Mike. Uh, we got together and we, we put together this Sydney Hammers committee. And um, we got together. We did a 
a Facebook page, we did a website, um, we started meeting regularly, we started getting the word out there that we were going to meet regularly, and then suddenly it just exploded. And what the funny thing was, was that in relegation year, um, the, the Sydney Hammers fan base just kind of just kind of increased exponentially. So uh, suddenly we were getting from five or six people going to a game and, and watching it run, and we got 30, 40, 50, up to 70. I mean, we almost hit 100 at one game. So, um, yeah, it's been pretty good. As I said, about 12 months now, and um, we're fairly well established. And then on the back of the Sydney Hammers, um, it kind of reignited a lot of the fire around Australia. We've now got, uh, well, it's the, Bris- the Brisbane Hammers have been there a long time, but uh, they've really kind of reignited. Melbourne Hammers, they, they got about 60 or 70 to the Millwall game. And uh, we've got a presence Adelaide, Perth, and uh, even as far as the Northern Territories now. So, yeah, it's going well. Excellent. Um, and Mike, I think you look after the website, so give the website a plug. Where, where can people contact the uh, Sydney Hammers in, in all the kind of forms of social networking and web? Uh, sydneyhammers.com.au is the website. Um, picked up the domain uh, that sort of fit the team, so uh, put up a website about a year ago, and, and really it's, it's helped a, a lot of people come and find us. So we've really seen a, a lot of new members come through because they found us through, uh, through the website coming out of, uh, out of Google. Excellent. And if people want to watch a game, where can they come? If they're on, on holiday in Australia, in Sydney, where can they watch a game if it's televised? Uh, check us out at uh, sydneyhammers.com for all the live games. We, we post up all the live games in the venues, but our um, home, home, uh, home pub is the Royal Exhibition Hotel and our away pub is the Cheers Hotel in, in Sydney. So we've got uh, both home and away, depending on what time the game is. <laughs> and uh, I understand, uh, Rob, you're going to uh, watch a game soon. This weekend, we're recording this probably before it goes out, but tell me about your trip over to uh, Blighty. Yeah, so um, uh, many months ago, I decided I was going to try and get home for a game and uh, coincided with a few um, a few additional things like meeting some family and, and friends back home. So randomly, I just decided that it was going to be the Reading game. Didn't realise that at, uh, now uh, what a huge game it would be. So luckily, one of the boys organised a ticket for me and uh, today is now Wednesday, I think, uh, heading home tomorrow, Thursday, for the game on Saturday. So, yeah, um, the West Ham guys have been absolutely fantastic when I told them the Sydney Hammers were coming over. They've arranged to get me pitch side. Got to meet, hopefully, some of the players. Um, got to meet Dylan Tombides, um, who obviously is, uh, is on, a, on, a, on his recovery at the moment from, from cancer. Uh, got to meet up with him and tell him about all the support that he has over in Australia. Hopefully get to meet uh, the chairman, have a chat with him, tell him what we're doing. And... Um, yeah, absolutely pumped for the game. It's been a long time since I've been at, uh, at Upton Park, I have to say. So I've um, been over here about seven or eight years now. So really looking forward to it. And uh, fingers crossed for three points. It'll be a huge game. Well, I've got, I've got an excellent uh, polo shirt, which is Sydney Hammers. Um, I hope you're going to give uh, Sydney Hammers to the chairman, uh, to David Gold. I know probably an extra large for him as well. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I was actually going to make sure that I get 25 bucks off him as well for the, uh, for the cost. <laughs> excellent. So my final question, uh, obviously we've had a few games, a few draws, a couple of wins. What, what do we reckon uh, for the final run in? Automatic promotion, playoffs? Um, what's your uh, prediction, Mike? Uh, I'd, I'd, I like to think positive. Uh, I say automatic promotion. I think we're going to nick it over Reading this weekend and then it'll be a nice little run-in for the last seven-odd games. OK. And Rob? 
Yeah, look, I, I put up a, a post on our uh, on our forum, uh, whu-au.com, uh, which is run by the Brisbane Hammers. Um, at the very start of the season, I did a couple of uh, mathematical equations and came up with a random point score of 84 points. And uh, I've been updating that, that post ever since the start of the season, and I'm sticking to my 84 points. I reckon that um, another few wins, I think we need about what, 14 points, uh, no, 12 points uh, to, to hit that target. Target and I reckon that could get us promoted. I think we'll absolutely stuff Reading 4-0. I reckon Carlton Cole will score a hat-trick just for the Sydney Hammers. I reckon Baldock might get the fourth. And, um, yeah, we'll go on and we'll be undefeated for the rest of the season. It's going to be awesome. Well, we're recording this about two weeks before it goes out. So <laughs> you'll, by the time everyone listens to this, they know the result of the Reading game. And you'll, you'll either look silly or they'll go, well, Rob got it right. But uh, we're just going to tell a story, aren't we, Mike? Yeah, so at the beginning of the season, uh, my wife wife and I found out that we're about to have a baby, or that we're, we're expecting a baby. Um, so I said to the Sydney Hammers boys that I was going to name my baby after the leading goal scorer at West Ham at the, the time that my baby's born. Turns out that we're due in 30, uh, 31 days, and I'm having a daughter. So right now, my daughter's going to be named Kevin. Excellent, excellent. I hope you will follow through, because a promise is a promise. A promise is a promise, a bet's a bet, and an Aussie will always stick to a bet. Will it be a middle name or first name? Uh, I, I was hoping first name. I'm thinking the wife will probably push it to second. <laughs> so what's the first name going to be? Uh, that's a secret. The, uh, we've, we've only just told people that, it, that we're having a girl. Haven't told the name yet. Okay. Well, we'll come back to you. We'll come back to you at the end of the season and uh, find out uh, what the full name is. But we hope there will be a Kevin or a Carlton or uh, I don't know. It's got to be one of those two. Sam would have been good. I don't think Sam's going to get there now. Anyway, we're going to have to stop there. 10,000 miles away, down under from uh, Sydney, Australia. Uh, thank you for being on more than just a thank podcast. You. To Rob. Thanks very much. And to Mike. Thanks very much for having us. And I hope to see you soon. Bye. So that was Sean on his world tour. And Sean has bought us a present that he yeah. wants. And Hong Kong next. By the way, I want to say Hong Kong interview next. So I went to <laughs> Singapore. Mm. Sorry, Korea first. Singapore. Um, Australia. Um Hong Kong. Sure, we've got the T-shirts, mate. So guess where I bought it. your uh, places from? Uh, Norfolk. Your places? Yeah, Norfolk. 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 I couldn't find anything. Uh, you've got us so. a rock, Keach. <laughs> You're joking. <laughs> Have you really? <laughs> He's bought us some rock. <laughs> you got us some rock. Cheers. It's a Clar- West Ham rock. Claret blue rock. It's a and blue. Thanks very much, mate. West Ham rock. <laughs> Reese has walked out in disgust. <laughs> <laughs> Is he walked out? He said it's got to be better than that. <laughs> he slammed the door. <laughs> He said it's got to be better than, than um, the pen I bought, or a scarf I bought you from Korea. Honestly, you got guys, a tissue from Korea. You got free from your offices. Yeah. So this time, I've got you some West Ham rock from Norfolk. Now, come on, guys. Thanks, Sean. George has been getting excited It was made in Blackpool. Was it? That's yeah. really nice. Thanks, Sean. Yeah. Yeah. There's there the thought that It's West Ham related. West Ham rock from Norfolk. When we're all this is Aston Villa rock. When we're all sucking on that, we can all think of you. Yeah. <laughs> John! <laughs> anyway, we better jog on. Because <laughs> Again. We better uh, jog on, on because John will get upset that we're running over 50 yes. minutes. So, uh, predictions they get, they get for Hull. Not Hull. Sorry. Brighton. Brighton. Predictions for Brighton. Reese. Uh, Brighton are going to have a wobble, I reckon. Win for the Emmers. Nice. Have we got two? I want Brighton. We want Brighton to win tonight. Yeah, we do against and, Reading. But I think we're going to draw. Two games. I thought we had a midweek game as well. No, Sean. That's next week. Bristol. 
away. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> What's your uh, opinion? No prediction for tomorrow. Prediction. No, this Saturday. Sure. T- Pressure's off. Um, I don't think. I think we will win at home. Finally, I think if we one nil, and it'll be a Mark Noble penalty. Um, but it don't mean anything because it's not aut- automatic promotion. It is hashtag playoff final. John, your prediction, please. I predict that Brighton will win tonight, and we draw with them on Saturday. You want you predict they'll win tonight? Yeah. Mm. And um, uh, George, your I prediction. think we'll win on Saturday, but I don't think they'll win tonight. And they're in come Redding. the music. They're playing Reading tonight. Yeah. So what have you said, Reece? He said his. I said uh, Brian have a wobble, win for the Irons. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Yes, goodbye Hello, from boys. me. Thank you for listening to More Than Just a Podcast podcast. Okay. I have been George. Uh, Reese. Reese. yeah. Been I've been Reese. yeah. John's been John. Yeah, thank you. Goodbye. And I've been back in the studio. Goodbye from Sean. Oh, thanks for the rock as well, Sean. Yeah, cheers, mate. No worries. Bye. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.